heightened by the fact that we are the Jets. In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! And the Big Ten Championship is in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I might even put a flyer on Derek Carr being the MVP. And Eric Fry. And if you're wrong, you're wrong, but at least I have the guts to step up and make something happen. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to another day, to another edition of the starting lineup. We're live here on the air on 98.9 of the game from the Jack FM 98.9 of the game studios. It's the starting lineup. Travis Marks, Eric Fry hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. And uh, coming up for you, got a good show lined up for you as always. We'll be taking a look at some uh, local sports that happened from yesterday on the diamond on the golf course volleyball court and a few in between and we'll also get you set for the uh, schedule today and we'll be hitting up on uh, some major league baseball as well as the uh, take a whip around the uh, major leagues of course the uh, cardinals well they got uh, two more games with the uh, brewers as again 550 will be in the uh, pregame show start right here on 98.9 a little bit later on a little programming and know that uh, tomorrow 11.20 start time for the Cardinals pregame. So that means we only have about a 19-minute, 30-second show tomorrow. So on the Trushel Radio, at least. So little programming note there. Cardinals booting us off the air tomorrow. But, uh, as we'll, you do. Yeah, yeah I, as you do. The, the season's winding down. We, we're on to our last paper here. Yes, of our, we, are. Uh, we are. Of our schedule. So and and tells Cardinal you Nation is happy about that, Travis. Yeah, yeah, especially uh, after uh, last night we'll get into. And, of course, we'll uh, be uh, hitting up on uh, some uh, playoffs. That's right, we're talking playoffs mm-hmm. as uh, we are getting uh, closer to that in the high school football season. I say closer to that, and we're only in week four, or completed week four, but we'll take a look at that coming up here in just a little bit. Who's in good shape? Who's in trouble? Who's on the bubble already? And Eric's got some teams that's already eliminated. Yep. Even though they only have four losses. That's right. (laughs) So we'll get into that and explore uh, that, and we'll see whatever else we can get to with some – NFL news and the notes. Uh, possibly, I just remembered yesterday that we concluded the show and we didn't really even talk about the Monday Night Football games from uh, the other night. So, we talked about uh, the important thing and that was the injury. 
That's well, all I heard anyone talking about. So. Yeah, I guess that's that's true. And hey, they found their guy. They did. They resigned. Cream Hunt. Yeah. Coming in. They had to take the place. So people had to search for his name in fantasy pools, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Uh, waiver wire pickup, I'm sure it would be a popular choice uh, there. All right. So, uh, of course, uh, the uh, start in a lineup would not be possible every uh, single day without the uh, fine of folks from McMahon Meets, Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and Tatopolis State Bank. All right, we got a lot to get into with that a playoff, a high school football playoff uh, outlook. So uh, we need to get things started and we need to get it rolling. And we're leading off with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're leading things off with a Major League uh, Baseball from uh, last night. And our two area teams were in action. A game that you heard right here on a 98.9 was the uh, Brewers and uh, the uh, Cardinals. A game number two of the four-game set. And it was Milwaukee picking up the win 7-2-3 as the Cardinals they picked up a couple of runs. They're in the uh, bottom of the uh, first with uh, Burleson, and he would later exit the uh, game with an injury, and Arenado also hit a sack fly in that bottom of the first. But then from there, it was all Brewers. They took the 5-2 to two lead, and they would eventually add on to that. And it's official. It has been, seems like, since the All-Star break, but it's official last night. The uh, Brewers eliminated the Cardinals from playoff contention. So congratulations, Cardinals. We can put an E next to our name on the standings. We are eliminated from playoff contention. How do you feel about that? I don't know, Travis. How do you feel? I feel fantastic. What a great season it's been. Uh, Expectations to win the division. And now we're eliminated on uh, September 19th. Just how we thought the season would go. I think there was a rock song that was Move Along, right? Yeah. That All American Rejects? Yes. Yeah. Move Along. Cardinals can finally move along. Yeah. You can move along, Travis. Move along. It's okay. It's okay. Move along, but stay put with uh, two anchors of the organization. Yep. John Mozalak still coming to be back next year. Ali Marmal still going to be back next year. I will believe that when I see it, Travis. So I know said, that's what they said. I get that's what they said. But that's what you're going to say in the middle of the season. I guess so. They said it more towards the end of the season. You're still not going to, while the game is still going on, unless you're going to fire somebody, you're not going to say, yeah, I don't think they're coming back next year. Because well, that is lobbing a grenade into a locker room. It is a little bit, but I don't know what the context of the uh, question of whether they were asked directly uh, about that, but you, you just don't say it. Well, this is the same organization, Travis, that fired a manager after he went on the longest win streak in Cardinal history. <laughs> That's true, because he clashed with the powers that be. Yes. So nothing, I put nothing past this organization anymore. Yeah, especially, and just just you wait. I, I got something Something in the pipeline in my head here now that we're eliminated. I wish that I would have anticipated it a little bit better to unveil it today, but I got something in the pipeline Uh-oh. for the okay. uh, for the Cardinals season oh. uh, coming up. Is maybe, 
maybe towards the towards the end of the official season. Is it a big toilet bowl being flushed? Oh, it's all of our highlights. Oh, nice. Highlights of the season. Highlights of the season. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I got I got it in the works. I think it too. Oh, oh, don't you worry, I'm buddy. Looking forward to it. There's way more. I'm looking forward. There's to way it. more than just two highlights so, of the St. Louis Cardinals season, but uh, it's, it's official. It's, it's official. We're uh, we're eliminated. We're eliminated. So. Yep. <sighs> right now you're battling not to uh, finish last in the Central. That's right, and it's going to be easier said than done. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Pirates three games up. Yep. On the Colonels in that category. So Pirates not yet eliminated. No. By the way, FYI, neither are the Mets. Point that out. Yeah. I mean, they got to be close, right? You would think. I, they do have three more wins than us and three more. We do have three more losses than them. So, uh, But we can join the club of the Nationals, Rockies, exactly the club that you want to be in, the yep. Royals, A's, White Sox. And the Angels, the Lonely Angels. Yep. <laughs> uh, after uh, yesterday, it was uh, revealed that uh, Shohei Otani is going to have elbow surgery. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to pitch at least until 2025. Yep. And we'll play until 2024. Yeah, and teams should make sure that they check their pocketbook before paying him. Right, exactly. Yeah, so much for that big money mm-hmm. contract that yep. he was going to yep. lay in this time. Around By the way, the, the Rays also uh, punched their ticket officially to the uh, the playoffs. I thought they already did that. Well, now the Orioles, both of them. They're both Yeah, they're both, both there. They're both there, but uh, currently right now Baltimore two and a half up yep. on the uh, East, American League East. There. Uh, so, uh, like Eric said, it is uh, time to uh, move on, and it's hopefully onward and upward because we can't go down any further if you're the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. But do have still more baseball still left to be played, including tonight Adrian Hauser against Zach Thompson on the bump for the uh, Brew Crew and the Cardinals. There, best thing that we can do is play spoiler for the Brewers or Padres. Because we still got another series with Milwaukee. Yeah, that would be helpful. In Milwaukee. So, we'll we'll try. I mean, we have to win, too. That's That's true. Hey, but, you know, winning. Cubs did that last night. About time we beat a lowly team. I mean, you could have saved a few runs for for today or tomorrow. Because you scored 14 of them. And in a 14-1 win over the uh, Pirates. And you slugged some home runs last night, too. So I was happy with it. I was very happy with it. Had a couple runs in the first, and then uh, broke it wide open there in the eighth. Mm-hmm. Eight runs. Yep. In that inning alone. I'll take it. Fourteen to one winner. After after the weekend that was getting swept by the Diamondbacks, I will take it. And Bellinger slug a home run. Canero, he had his first home run, and it yes. was a grand slam. Yes, I think it was the first of his career. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even first hit. I don't know. It was his first hit. He had his first hit in this game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the home run or not, but I know he had but his first hit and his first home run. As a grand slam. Yep. Again, Suzuki. Wish he could have saved some of those. Exactly. Hopefully we don't get shut out tonight because then I'll just be pounding my head against the wall. Yeah, that's what uh, what you can hope for. Uh, by, by the way, Travis, I wanted to point this out. So if you remember last week, 
This mm-hmm. is not not about the Cubs, but baseball. Sure. We mentioned that the A's had gone over top of the Royals for the worst record. And yeah. we were so happy with the A's. You know what they've done since then, Travis? <laughs> they haven't won. They've lost six in a row. <laughs> and now they're back to being four, three and a half behind the Royals. Uh, so much for it. So A's, much for I was, that. I was pulling for you. I was like, man, you're not as bad as everyone says you are. No, you are. <laughs> Minus 326 run differential. Mm. That is massive yeah that's not good uh but yeah uh cubs need to take care of business against the pi- uh pirates and uh hopefully that's what they're gonna do so yeah that's so what uh, you can uh so you can hope hey i like i said these next two series you have to win four out of six minimum mm-hmm. four out of six minimum because you're only a half game up on the the reds and you're game up on the marlins yeah so you have to or check that a half game up on the Marlins, a game up on the Reds, three on the Giants, five and a half on the Padres. You have to win. All right. It's definitely uh, muddy. Yeah. They're in the wild card race. In the One NL bad side. series and you're done. Basically. For any yeah. of those teams. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty much as it's getting down towards that time, down towards the nitty gritty, down towards the playoffs. Going to be getting probably the uh, next division to be uh, clinched is the uh, Central yep. or the American League Central is the uh, Twins they're eight games up on the uh, Guardians now as the uh, Twins they shut out the Reds last night 7 to 0 and then the uh, Guardians they lost to the Royals as well 7 to 6 there so uh, that was what's going on in the Central race, AL Central and NL Central races. Uh, their Cubbies tonight it has Justin Steele. Oh, no problem for you guys. Justin Steele. He didn't look good in his last game, Travis. Steele so. on the mound. Mitch Keller going for the Pirates. I'm I'm hoping you're right, but like I said, did not look good against Arizona, did Justin Steele's last time out. Yeah. And uh, Thursday... Cardinals got the afternoon baseball, and then mm-hmm. uh, the uh, uh, Pirates and Cubs will play again. Oviedo going for Pittsburgh. Kyle Hendricks on Thursday, there, and then you start a series with Colorado again. Your Achilles heel. Yes, don't even bring it up. I just I want to get through Pittsburgh, and then mm-hmm. we'll worry about Colorado. The uh, the return of Chris Bryant. There to Wrigley Field. Probably gonna hit home runs because that's all he did in the last. That's all series. he did. All he did. <laughs> well, like I said, you gotta finish off the uh, Pirates first of all. There, but uh, Cubs is slugging home runs, and they uh, have our last night became the third franchise in MLB history to hit fifteen thousand home runs. Wow! Not, not in this game, but. Just in their franchise history. Yeah, 15,000 home runs in a game would be a lot of home runs, Travis. Uh, they joined the Yankees and Giants. Oh, nice. With that franchise distinction. So, 15,000 homers for the Cubbies. A lot of homers. A lot of homers. Good company there with the Yankees. I think they've had some legends in. The Giants. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Giants have uh, had a couple of sluggers there that have hit a lot of home runs that have contributed to that. Glen Allen Hill? <laughs> For the Giants? He was on the Giants, I think, and the Cubs. I don't know. Buster Posey? Buster Posey, yeah. Evan Longoria? 
Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't. Yeah, we don't talk about the Jeff Kent. Jeff Pablo Kent. Sandoval? There you go. Pablo the Panda. There you go. These are the players you're talking about, right? Oh yeah, of course. There's not anyone else I'm thinking of yeah. for the Giants. Mm-mm. Definitely not a Hall of, Hall of Fame worthy uh, player that I'm thinking of. Hmm. Hmm. Don't know. Hmm. Don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But Kane Lofton. He wasn't exactly a home run, <laughs> home run threat, home run slugger. It was Kenny Lofton, but uh, value, value guy uh, there in in the in the clubhouse. Yes. All right, so uh, we'll take a look at the rest of uh, MLB and uh, the standings coming up in a little bit. But right now, we got to step away and we got to hit on some uh, local sports. What happened on the local diamond, local golf course, and uh, the uh, volleyball matches that happened last night and get you set for tonight. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all out of family homes. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota in Effingham is clearing out the 2023 models to make way for the new hot arrivals from 2024. Now's the chance to score incredible savings on remaining 2023 models. Whether it's a Chevrolet or Toyota, we've got fantastic offers waiting just for you. Don't miss out. Swing by today and drive home in your dream car from Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham or danheck.com online. And now, the starting lineup. That was back in the 50s and 60s. I know not a lot of, there were not as many teams, not as many good players or whatever, but, but still. Travis knows this from Hater. personal experience. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. Go ahead. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Eight in a row, impressive. <laughs> On 98.9 The Game. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back again into the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry here with you. And let's take a look at uh, some local sports action uh, from yesterday. And we're starting on the uh, local diamond as we'll start off with the uh, Altamont Indians. They got the win over uh, South Central by the final of an 8-3 to a three score as it was Altamont picking up a run in the uh, bottom of the first and then uh, South Central got it right back in the top of the second, but then four in the bottom of the second for Altamont. 
uh, breaks it open a little bit. They also picked up runs in the third, fourth, and later in the sixth. South Central would pile on a couple more runs there in the fifth and sixth inning as well for their 8-3 to three, uh, score. It was Arnold getting the win on the mound for Altamont. He went all seven innings, giving up 13 hits, only three runs, though, and a strikeout four batters uh, there. And offensively, Stimke, he had a three RBIs, three for four out of the addition. And Kata Miller had an RBI as well and a slug the home run as well in a one-for-four hitting appearance uh, there. And so Altamana picked up the uh, dub uh, there. Uh, RBIs credited to Montas and outside uh, Bursat and uh, Magnus as well picked up RBIs for South Central in the uh, loss there. It was uh, St. Anthony getting the win over Nioga in a five-inning affair. It was 12-2 was the uh, final score. St. Anthony picked up five in the bottom of the first, two in the bottom of the second, and four more in the bottom of the third. They would add an extra run there to get the uh, 10-run rule deficit with a run in the bottom of the fifth. Uh, Neoga's two runs came in the top of the fourth and uh, fifth innings uh, there. It was Larson picking up the uh, win on the mound for the Bulldogs. He went two and a third innings, only giving up one hit, no runs, one walk in, four strikeouts. Link finished off the rest, two and two-thirds innings, giving up three hits, a couple runs, a couple walks in, three strikeouts uh, there. For Nioga, uh, Sheehan took the loss on the mound. He only went one inning, giving up six hits, six runs. Only four of them were earned and one strikeout uh, there. And for the uh, St. Anthony offensively, uh, Fear Day, he had a home run and four RBIs. Link had three RBIs. Repke had a pair of RBIs. And Adams and Larson both had an RBI as well. Only RBI credited for Nioga was a Probst. RBI uh, there. In the uh, EIC uh, tournament yesterday, it was the number one seed at CHBC uh, taking down the uh, four seed of Ramsey, and uh, it was a 21 to 6 final score as CHBC 14 runs in the bottom of the second alone. Ooh. Two more in the third and five more there for the uh, four inning affair uh, there. 21 to 6 winner. For CHBC, Evans gets the win on the mound. Moreland takes the loss as a Wojcik. He led offensively at six RBIs. Uh, Ruff, he had a home run and four RBIs. Evans had a couple. Radoff, Lamb, Muller, and Nowitzki had a, a one RBI there. And the uh, two seed of Brownstown defeated Mulberry Grove. 15 to 205, a final score there. Uh, Dodge Williams. Four and two-thirds innings gets the win on the mound for Brownstown. Five runs, seven hits, five strikeouts, and a couple of walks. Uh, Atwood led Brownstown offensively at three RBIs there in that one for the two top seats, picking up a pair of wins again on back-to-back days there in the EIC tournament. In a volleyball uh, last night, we had Topless get the uh, sweep over Pena, 25-17, 25-19. St. Anthony over St. Elmo. 25-13, 25-14. Altamont over CHBC. CHBC did take the first set, 25-20. Then Altamont came back, 25-17 in the second. And the third and a final set, 25-20 was the final there. Robinson over Dietrich in two sets, 25-23, 25-17. 
It was Cumberland over Nioga, 25-23, 25-18. Powell Hutt defeated Marshall, 25-22, 25-21. And Bismarck Henney swept Paris in that one. It was Effingham pulling off a, a nice win against a, a top-ranked team in the state in volleyball. And Muhammad as Effingham defeated the Seymour, uh, Muhammad Seymour, 25-22, 25-18. There, heard that Muhammad was ranked like third in the state or something wow. for for that. It's a good so, win for the Hearts. Yeah, good win indeed. And also good win in the Apollo as mm-hmm. well, more importantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lincoln Prairie was Heritage over Tri-County in two sets, 25-14, 25-20. Arcola over Sullivan in two sets. That was a long first one, 28-26. And Arcola won 25-17 in the second one. Villa Grove swept Blue Ridge and Unity Christian defeated Okaw Valley. It was a Shelbyville winning in Clinton in three sets. Shelby or Clinton won the first set 25-23. Shelbyville won the long second set 28-26. Then the Rams won 25-15 in the third and a decisive set uh, there. And we had some uh, boys golf yesterday. They had a couple of our results trickle in uh, this morning there at the uh, FEM Country Club. It was uh, Charleston taking down FEM in a boys golf match as Charleston shot a 1-51 and FEM finished with a 1-69 uh, there, and we also had uh, some uh, conference meets yesterday, as well as in a uh, girls golf. Uh, we had uh, FEM defeat Topless Pena, um, and a couple other teams that had uh, didn't fill out uh, teams there. But uh, FEM picked up uh, the win there. They shot a 171 in uh, girls golf. Uh, Ella Tuman uh, was the individual medalist for the match. She shot a low 39 there to uh, take that as well and we had the uh, LPC uh, girls and a uh, boys meet uh, there as it was Sullivan taking a first place there on the uh, girls side they shot a three of 62 there Oka Valley was a second with a three fifty two and a Blue Ridge uh, not quite just a third place finish there 453 so one stroke behind Okaw Valley there on the uh, girls' side of things. On the uh, boys' side, it was Arcola taking home the uh, conference crown as it was uh, 357. Final score for them was got them the first-place trophy. And uh, Sullivan, uh, they finished in second with a 373 uh, there in the uh, team portion there. And I think it was uh, Okaw Valley finishing in third uh, there. But... Uh, I'll have that posted a little bit uh, later on. That kind of came in uh, late this morning for me. So let's uh, go ahead and move on to uh, soccer. It was Altamont defeating uh, St. Anthony 5-0. to Muhammad over uh, Effingham 8-0. to Mount Zion defeated Charleston 9-0. to Taylorville over Vandalia 7-0. Argent over Blue Ridge 8 to nothing. Pleasant Plains over Warrensboro Latham 3-0. to And Greenville over North Mac 5-0. to Finally, one more shutout. Hillsboro over Staunton, three to nothing there. It was Newton winning over Robinson, a ten to two. A lot of goals there. Yeah. And Paisal, this one more soccer style. They only won against Payne, a two to one. Mm. There. So you're gonna say zero zero? No, no, two to one. That's a soccer score. 
uh, for you. In uh, tennis, Topolis uh, swept Olney 9 to nothing there yesterday. In baseball for today, uh, switching things up, we got Winsor's Two Straws there at Topolis, and uh, St. Anthony is at Woodlawn. In a boys and a girls golf, we have the Little Illini Conference meet as the boys' side is at Olney. Can get confirmation of where the uh, girls meet was. Uh, maybe it's still at only, uh, but Little Illini Conference meet is uh, today. Um, in boys golf, Muhammad Arcola, Arthur Villa Grove there at Mattoon Country Club. Girls golf, uh, Muhammad Seymour Lincoln is um, at Bloomington Country Club. Ramsey hosting Vandalia, North Mac Hillsboro Litchfield, Shelbyville at Pena. And both some co-ed golf, Altamont, Macon Meridian at Windsor's Two Straws, FEM hosting a Sullivan, North Mac, Hillsborough, Litchfield, Shelbyville, all at Pena there as well. In a soccer, you have Decatur St. Teresa making the short little trek to Mount Zion. And a Danville, they are hosting Argenta and cross country. We got a Dietrich at a Shelbyville and a North Clay, Neoga, Charleston, Marshall. They're all at the Mattoon Bolt invitational there so i uh, make sure you go over to the website fmradio.com and take a look at the local sports schedule on the website just click on our local sports tab and i'll have that posted uh there and you can also uh later today check out the high school football schedule for week number five as well and uh, speaking of high school football that's what we're talking about coming up next with the uh, playoff picture and uh, you want to stick around for that who's in good shape who is on the uh, bubble already in week five who are we going to put there first so uh that's coming up next here on the starting lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with Tatopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Tatopolis State Bank. In Tatopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. JR Collision, five stores strong. From St. Louis, Effingham, Shelbyville, Greenville, and Teotopolis, we want to say thank you for letting us be a part of your communities. We would like to invite everyone to stop by our shops so we can show you around. Let us answer any questions you have about any of the repair procedures, scans, or calibrations that may be required to get your vehicle back to the safe vehicle you purchased. Whether you are a customer already or just curious, please stop by any of our JR locations. JR Collision Centers, 877 525 5722. Cromwell Media Group Effingham, Illinois Market is looking for a board operator to join our team. In this role, you will operate the soundboard during basketball and football games. No experience is necessary as we will provide you on-the-job training. You must be 18 or older to apply. If you're interested in a flexible position that will teach you new skills, this job opportunity is for you. Email your resume to Eric Fry, Operations Manager, at eric.fry at cromwellmedia.com or drop it off at 405 South Banker Street, Suite 201 in Effingham. Equal Opportunity Affirmative Action Employer. 
This is Lucas Kroening with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. The Equal Rights Amendment, which reads in part, Equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex, was proposed by the 92nd Congress on March 22, 1972, but was not ratified because not enough states approved it. The main reason that states did not approve it was that the process was already in practice. This announcement was provided by the Cumberland Chapter, National Society Daughters of the American Revolution. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you know that these days, generating growth is a challenge. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll not just stay ahead of the curve, you'll move it. With access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023 Bank of America N.A ebay motors is here for the ride so minivans sedans jdms roll out go ahead feel your engine admire that perfectly installed exhaust your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love and with ebay motors you get over 122 million parts to keep it running and with ebay guaranteed fit they'll be the perfect fit every time plus at these prices well we're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply and now, but mm-hmm. that is when ESPN News should be utilized. Yeah, not cornhole. The starting lineup. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Sorry, bags. Yeah, which is it? Is it bags or cornhole? Playing. I think. Yeah, I I always go bags. I always say that. On ninety-eight nine, the game. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. St. Louis City SC will try to snap a three-match winless streak when they host Los Angeles FC at City Park tonight. St. Louis is coming off a 1-1 draw on the road against Houston on Saturday. Tonight's match kicks off at 7.30 p.m. Chicago Fire FC will try to snap a five-match winless streak when they visit the Columbus Crew at Lower.com Field tonight. Chicago picked up a point with a scoreless draw against Montreal on Saturday. Tonight's match kicks off at 6.30 p.m. Chicago Blackhawks will not have a captain for their 23-24 season. The team announced yesterday that the team has decided to go without a captain for the first time since the 07-08 season. General Manager Kyle Davidson told reporters he wants to see someone step up with their leadership and their play on the ice this season. Jonathan Taves had served as the team's captain since 08, but he entered free agency this offseason. Chicago Bears are well represented on the first list of the 2024 Pro Football Hall of Fame nominees. 16 players that put on a Bears jersey were part of the 173-player list yesterday. Returner Devin Hester, center Olin Krutz, linebacker Lance Briggs, cornerback Charles Tillman, and wide receiver Brandon Marshall are the most notable former Bears. The list will eventually be cut down to 15 finalists before the Super Bowl. Others on that list include Julius Peppers as well as Antonio Gates, Jordy Nelson, and Jamal Charles as well. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Marks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports and a Read there. As we know, Devin Hester will not make it in. Maybe not this year. 
next ever. year. They're never going to put him in, Travis. <laughs> Last year on the ballot. Yep. Make it happen. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of uh, football, let's talk some high school football here. And yes. uh, let's talk some playoffs. Yes. That's right. High school football playoff outlook. Yes. Here as we enter week number five. And let's look back first because to know where you're going first, you got to know where you've been. Sure. So let's look at where we've been, Travis. 2019 playoffs. All right. Mm-hmm. This is important. And this shows you how things change on a year to year basis. Yeah. All right. The Apollo, three teams made the postseason, two had six plus wins, one at large team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Central Illinois, four teams, all four had six plus wins, mm-hmm. no at larges. Lincoln Prairie had six teams make the playoffs. Four of them had six plus wins, two of them at large, those being Tri County and Villa Grove back in 2019. Little Illini, five teams. Four of them, six wins, one at large. That was Newton. And South Central, five teams, four of them with six wins, one at large. Roxana, that 2021. The Apollo mm-hmm. had two teams make it. Both had six wins. Yep. Central Illinois Conference had four teams, two of them with six wins, two at larges. Warrensburg, five and four, did not make it that year. Remember that? Yep. Lincoln Prairie, four teams, two with six wins, two at large. Little Illini. Six teams, four with six wins, two at-larges. South Central, five teams, three wins, three at six wins, two at-larges. Now, why did we go through all this? To tell you what happened last year. Last year, Apollo, three teams made it. Mm-hmm. Two of them had six wins. Effingham, five and four, made it two. Mm-hmm. Central Illinois, four teams, all four teams had six plus wins. Yep. Lincoln Prairie, three teams, all three teams had six wins. Little Illini, three teams. Three teams had six plus wins. South Central, five teams, one five and four team made it. That's Carlinville. Mm-hmm. Travis, we went from one year before having eight at large teams in our area to two in mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. This shows you, like we talked about, that five wins is not enough to feel comfortable anymore. Sure. Now you have to get to five wins, and maybe we've just, you know, in 2021 and 2019, we had just a lot of five-win teams, and there was just a lot of movement on that bubble. Mm-hmm. But last year, we saw it. There was not a lot of movement on that bubble. No, We there came wasn't. in here for that playoff show, and we knew the teams because right, yeah, there, there was no— many, much expense. There were barely enough five and four teams to make— you know, we were talking about that, that, you know, yeah. Tuscola, if you remember, there was talk of, are they going to get in because they had to forfeit a game due to, or not play a game due to COVID and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. there barely was enough teams. Yeah. I remember talking about that. So I don't know if the football's gotten more competitive. I don't know if schools are scheduling tougher opponents. And so there's not as many teams getting to those five win benchmarks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or or should I say the six wins? They're all stuck kind of there at five and four as opposed to years past. I don't know. But I think that's definitely something to keep an eye on as we look at this year's playoff bubble. Right, yeah. It, and it could also be some reshuffling of the yes, conferences. Yes. All right. So after week four, let's get into it. Let's start with the Apollo. Mm-hmm. We do it in alphabetical order. That's right. Uh, in good shape, Travis, I have Mount Zion. Mount Zion's in good shape, 4-0. Remaining records, 12-8. and uh, They're currently sitting second in 4A with 21 points. They're in great shape. Yeah. I mean, they, barring an amazing collapse, they're going to make the playoffs and probably as a decent seed, too. Yeah, number two in 4A. That's, yep. that's yep. really great. Uh, 
Next category we have is lots of promise. These are the teams that I think have lots of promise. Those being Charleston, sitting at 3-1. and one. Their remaining record is scary for me, though. 13-7 and seven is their remaining record of teams they have to face. That's difficult. They yeah. are 12th in 5A, though. They do have 20 points, so they're comfortably in 5A right now. Mm-hmm. Can they get the wins? That, to me, is the, the question for Charleston. Right, they got obviously FEM this week, but uh, Mount Zion in week seven and Taylorville week eight, and then they close out at home with Salem, who's three and one. Yep. Uh, also, with lots of promises, Muhammad sitting three and one. Their remaining schedule, Travis, though, 14 and six. That's a mm-hmm. tough remaining schedule, but they're 10th and 5A. They have 25 points. Mm-hmm. They're going to have yeah. enough points. Oh, yeah. It's just a matter of do they get the five wins? And I think, I think they will. Yeah, they got Taylorville this week, Mount Zion next week, FEM in a couple weeks, and uh, they close out with Quincy, who's undefeated and also a little bit bigger than them. Yep. 1,800 students for yep. Quincy. Uh, moving on to Taylorville. I also have Taylorville with lots of promise, Travis. Now, there is cause for concern as well. Taylorville sitting at 3-1. and one. Their remaining record, to me, gives them some promise. 11 and 9 is their remaining record. That is the easiest of all the teams remaining in the Apollo. They have the easiest record still to play. All right, they just got done facing Mount Zion, of course, mm-hmm. but still got Muhammad, FEM, yep. Charleston. Yep. And then they close out with Bethalto, Civic Memorials, only 2 and 2. But, Travis, here's the problem for Taylorville 15 points. They're yeah. 22nd in 4A. That's getting close to that 32 bubble. Remember, 32 teams from each class. Right, they're they're getting to that. We need to we we need help. Point. Yeah, because I mean, you look at all those points in the Apollo, and then it's Taylorville with fifteen. Yeah, they're obviously the the lowest there yep. of the, of the Apollo for the uh, potential playoff and again, teams. Entering the season, you did not think when you had Olney and you had Robinson on your schedule that you were going to get no points from them. Mm-hmm. Right. But right now, you're sitting there with no points from them. Sure. So, uh, I mean, Columbia, they're 0 and 4. And Columbia as well. So, <laughs> uh, that's not great. Mm-hmm. Next category, Travis, of teams, we have the could be better teams. Yeah. And that's where the FKM Hearts are. Sitting at 2 and 2, could be better. Could be better. 14 and 6 remaining record. They're 28th and 4A. Mm-hmm. They have 28, 21 points. But 28 and 4A is a little too close to that bubble. It is. Now, the question for Effingham with a 14 and 6 remaining record is can he get the five wins? Right. Yeah, I still got everybody in the Apollo. They just beat uh, Mattoon, but then they close out with Centralia, who's 1 and 3 on the season. And the only reason that they won is because yes. they had a forfeit. Had a forfeit. And finally, Travis, we have the in-trouble category, and that's where we find the Mattoon Green Wave. Not only are they 1-3, Travis, but their remaining schedule, 17-3. and three. They have the toughest remaining schedule in the Apollo. I don't see them going undefeated. I, I, I think they're in trouble. I'm not yet putting them in the eliminated category yet. <laughs> sure. But they're that's, in trouble. That's... They're 40th and 5A. They have 24 points. I just don't think they can get five wins. That's that's tough. Yep. Uh, Marion to close out the season, yes. and they're a little bit bigger. Yes, uh, eleven hundred students. Yeah, and they're four and zero. Exactly. So, <laughs> Oof. yeah, that's a tough one. Tough sled. Yes, uphill climb. All right, let's move on to the Central Illinois Conference because again we go in alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. Uh, in good shape, I have Shelbyville. 
I have Shelbyville in good shape. Obviously sitting at four and four, tenth and two A. They got fifteen points, which is low. Fifteen it points is, is low. Um, but they won't have to worry about that. I see them getting six wins. Um, the remaining schedule, Travis, ten and ten, winnable games. So yeah, um, I I think they're they're in good shape. They're the only team I have in the uh, the Central Illinois Conference that's in good shape. Right, yeah. They close out with three straight on the road, including one at Nashville, who's mm-hmm. three and one to close out the year. Now, next would be the category of, um, you know, showing promise. Yep. Uh, there's no teams there. So, next up, we have the could be better category. Uh, Clinton, two and two, could be better. Uh, their remaining schedule, nine and 11 is their remaining schedule. 37th and 3A. They're out right now. 37th and 3A, 17 points. They're on the outside looking in. They got to get wins, and they got to get some more points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they got Tuscola, Shelbyville left, plus a 50-50 game against Warrensburg, mm-hmm. and they close out with Pontiac, who's yep. one and three. Yep. Uh, speaking of Warrensburg, they're also in the could be better two and two, ten and ten schedule remaining, which is a little bit harder by a game than Clinton. They're one spot back. They're 38th in 2A uh, as opposed to Clinton being in 3A, but they only have 16 points. Mm-hmm. They're going to need some points. They're going to need some wins. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of know more where these teams kind of shape out in the next couple of weeks. Right, yeah, and they close out the season non-conference opponent, Chester, who's 1-3. and three, So, uh, And next up, Travis, finally in the could-be-better category, Central A&M. Sitting at 2-2. Two and two, they have a 9-10 and 10 remaining schedule in front of them. But, Travis, they have 17 points, but they're 36th in 1A. Yeah. And there's a lot of schools in 1A. And that's where the Central A&M problem is right now, is there's a lot of school in 1A. they got to get the wins. Can they get enough points if they don't get to 6? Right. And that's the question mark for Central A&M. That yeah. loss that they had to Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a tough one. Is it going to be a tough one? Mm-hmm. Right. Got Tuscola this week. Still got Shelbyville. And they close out the season after they finish with the CIC. Carthage, Illini West. Mm-hmm. 500 right now. Yep. 2-2, two and two though. But they usually are a good program. Yep. Uh, next up in the in trouble category, Travis, we have Macon at 1-3. and three, Sitting at 9-11. 49th in 2A. I just... Macon's in trouble. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Also in the in trouble category, I got Tuscola. Yeah, they Tuscola are. Tuscola at one and three. Now their schedule remaining is seven and twelve. It's the easiest of the CIC schools. Don't forget they have Oblong to end the season, mm-hmm. which should I mean you can almost put that down as a win, um, right now. Right. The problem is they have eighteen points and they're forty fourth in one A. That's a lot of ground to have to make up. There it is. So I don't know if they're going to have enough points to get there. They may need to win six, and I don't know if they can. Yeah. So. All right. Throw one out. Lincoln Prairie. Since we got the two shortest uh, conferences taken care of in the Central Illinois and the Apollo. I'm going to have to save the uh, Lincoln Prairie for uh, the after the break. Okay. Well, let's do it. So let's do it. Let's uh, tease the people a little bit tease and little. talk about the uh, Lincoln Prairie to uh, close out of the show here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Um, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. 
navigating without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wonder, metamorphosis, loss of who you thought you was. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. At the Home Depot, Saturdays are about two things. Easy cleanup with the Ryobi 18-volt 1 Plus Whisper Series Leaf Blower. And football. That's right, Reese Davis. With variable speed, it has the power for when you really need it and just the right amount when you don't. And the OnePlus battery platform means you go from yard work to DIY in just a click so you can get projects done faster. Which means more time for football. For football. Upgrade your Saturday with Ryobi and the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Can I get a weight reading on the cat in exam three? Zuri needs a new vet tech after their current one literally moved to a farm. But finding an ideal replacement takes some training. This is like hurting cats. Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. And now, Travis Sparks with the Aurora Sports Center update. And I'm kind of doing this on the fly because Eric's script is not pulling up. But Eastern Illinois shortstop Trey Sweeney was named the Ohio Valley Conference Baseball Player of the Year. The starting lineup. Holy cow, what a terrible sports scenario that was. I don't blame you. I blame me. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. You're on 98.9. I'm only here on 98.9 for, say, a little bit longer. We'll continue our uh, playoff talk here, high school football, and we'll continue it with the Lincoln Prairie Conference. So uh, let's let's talk about it. All right. In good shape, Travis. Sullivan and Arthur, both in good shape. Uh, Sullivan, fourth in 3A, sitting with 16 points. Arthur, fifth in 2A with 16 points as well. Both those teams are in good shape. Yeah, they're agree. they're they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, lots of promise. I have the Cumberland Pirates sitting at three and one. They're 16th in one A, 17 points remaining schedule, nine and 11. So uh, definitely winnable games for the Pirates coming up. Uh, I think they're going to be in good shape. Get at least five wins. Yeah, I agree. Could be better category. I got the Arcola Purple Riders. Travis uh, sitting at two and two, 11 and nine is their remaining schedule, which is tough. But Travis, 31st in one A. They have 18 points. They need to get some wins. Mm, yeah, and they got uh, Villa Grove this week. Cumberland and Arthur still left on yeah, the schedule, too. Tough games still to come. Yeah. Uh, Sagamon Valley also could be better. They're sitting at 2-2. Two and two. Now, they have a 10-10 and 10 record up ahead, but they're 33rd in 2A. They're missing out by a spot. They need to get mm. wins. They need to get help. That's true, yeah. So, uh, Nokomis sitting at 2-2 two and two as well. Could be better, and the reason why it could be better for Nokomis, Travis, is because their remaining record, 13-7. and seven are the teams Nakomis still has to play. Um, they're 30th and 1A, which right now puts them in, but that remaining schedule. 
Yeah, it's still got Arthur, Sullivan, and Cumberland left. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, in trouble, Travis, I got Argenta sitting at 1-3, 42nd in 1A with 19 points. Sarah Gordo sitting at 1-3. They have a 12-8 and eight record still ahead, does Sarah Gordo. Uh, they're 43rd in 1A with 19 points. And finally, Villa Grove in trouble, 1-3. The one good thing for Villa Grove, Travis – Yes, they're 41st in 1A with 19 points. Their remaining schedule, though, 6-14 and 14, combined record of their remaining opponents. So they definitely still have – they've kind of faced all the tough teams in the Lincoln Prairie. They can still get five. Do they get the points? That is their question. Yeah, that's going to be the, the biggest mm-hmm. thing there, the, the points. I agree. And finally, eliminated Tri-County. I have Tri-County eliminated. 0-4 <laughs> on the season, 11-9 and 9 record ahead of them. I just don't see them winning a game – coming up to keep their hopes alive. So I'm already putting them, not to say they won't win a game this season. That's not what I'm saying. Sure. But I don't see them not. I mean, they have to run the table. They have to run the table. And I don't see that happening. Cumberland and Sullivan still left on the schedule. Exactly. So I just don't see that happening. So they are in the eliminated category. Hmm. All right. I'm fine with that. Moving on. Little Lanai. Yep. In good shape, Travis, there are three teams in the Little Lanai I have in good shape. And those are Casey. Sitting yep. at 4-0. They're 11th and 1A. Lawrenceville sitting at 4-0. 13th and 2A. And finally, I have Mount Carmel in good shape sitting at 3-1. and They're 24th and 3A, but they're Mount Carmel. Right. They're going to get they're gonna get five. Yeah, I still got Casey and Lawrenceville on the schedule. Yes. Um, could be better category. We're going to put Paris in our could be better category. Sitting at 2-2. Two and two. Uh, seven and thirteen record in front of them, so they definitely have winnable games coming up. Um, but thirty six and three a only seventeen points. They're in trouble as far as point wise. Can they get five? Yes. Do they get the points they need? That's going to be the question for Paris. Right, yeah, and I mean, we talked about Casey and Lawrenceville. They have twelve points right now. Yeah. So. There's not a lot of points there. <laughs> no. 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 And you're going to get some added. Oh well, yeah. But. It may not be a lot, and I'll explain that in a little bit. Mm. Uh, Marshall, in trouble. They're our in trouble category. Marshall, 1-3, 11-9 record still in front of them, Travis. But as you mentioned with the points, they're 50th in 2A. Ooh. They, they, they just don't have the points. I don't no. I don't know if they have a chance at all. I They're teetering on elimination. KZ, Lawrenceville, Mount Carmel all still left on the schedule yeah. for them, yeah. too. Yeah. And then in the eliminated category, Travis, we have Newton, Robinson, and Olney. All three of them. They're all 0-4. They're all eliminated. And here's why I said there may not be a whole lot of points coming. Because there is a scenario where Newton beats Robinson. Robinson beats Olney. Olney beats Newton. You're only gaining three points. That's it. That's all you're gaining. Yeah. So you're you're not gaining a whole lot from these bottom three teams. And I don't see these teams, with the way they played this year, beating anybody else but each other. Right, yeah. Uh, Robertson's, they, they got Lawrenceville plus yep. all the others yep. on their schedule too. So yeah, maybe I could see that. But These three teams are, are not winning as far as the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. Oh, well, yeah. That's why they're in the eliminated category. They're not seasons that any three <laughs> of these programs. Oh, definitely not. And, again, you can look at two of them and say, well, they have a new coach. You give them a pass with a new coach. Then yeah. there's the third one. Mm. Definitely not where uh, Newton expected the season, nope. I don't nope. think. All right, South Central, Travis. Mm-hmm. We're putting two teams in good shape. Greenville, I think, is in good shape, sitting at 4-0. 12-8 record ahead of them. 
is a little scary for me. But right now, they're sixth in 3A. They got 16 points. I think they can get to five wins. They only need one more. And I yeah. think they'll have the points they'll get, to get it. In. Yeah, I think they'll get it. Uh, also in good shape, of course, Pena. Pena sitting at 4 0, 8 12 record in front of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, really, only te- test you'd say is uh, Greenville, and that's yep. this week. What a poor, what a poor time for that to happen. Yeah, uh, they're second. In power 2A. through, buddy. I'm powered. They're second in two A right now is Pena. Lots of promise. We're gonna put Vandalia. Lots of promise sitting at three and one, eight and twelve record in front of them. They're sixteenth in two A, which again gives me a little pause for concern, but I think they'll be all right. Um, could be better, Travis. Carlinville, Hillsboro, Piasaw, all in the could be better category. They are sitting right now 32nd, 34th, and 35th in 3A, respectively. Yeah. All with 18 points. They're all right there. They're yep. going to kind of weed each other out. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be who's the last one standing as far as needing points. Yeah, because they all kind of have to play each other at yep. some point. And then in our in trouble category, Litchfield, they got a 10 10 record in front of them. That's going to be tough to overcome. Staunton. They have eight and twelve record in front of them. That's going to be tough to overcome. And North Mac Travis, twelve and eight opponents. Their opponents still to face are twelve and eight on the season. I'm teetering on putting North Mac into the eliminated category at this moment, but it's a difficult schedule coming up. I'm not going to put them yet there. I will have Gillespie. They are in the eliminated category, sitting at zero and four, eleven and nine record in front of them to face still. I just don't see it happening of them avoiding a loss the rest of the year. So therefore, they are eliminated, and that is your playoff preview for the week. Ooh, there you go. Entering week five yep. playoff preview. And we'll recap it all uh, next week and see who moved up, who got playoff eligible. We'll have some teams possibly we'll. playoff eligible this weekend. So. We will. Playoff eligibility on yep. the line for sure this weekend. So uh, we'll continue to talk about that, previewing the uh, games coming up. Again, short show for you tomorrow. We're only on the air for about 19 minutes with the Cardinals kicking us off there. And uh, so we'll be back tomorrow for you for a little bit. And then we'll switch things over to uh, the uh, pod. And coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Carlin versus Joe. And enjoy, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Take two, welcome in into the uh, starting lineup and welcome into overtime of the starting lineup. Travis Sparks flying a solo for this overtime session, so I don't have a lot to get to. I do need to uh, clean up some Major League uh, Baseball, said that we were going to get to that, but we uh, kind of ran out of time there with talking about high school football, the playoff picture. So Ollie will clean that up here in just a second. But there was some stuff on SportsCenter that I wanted to uh, clean up. Uh, The Cleveland Browns right now, they're naming their new number one running back following the uh, season-ending injury to Nick Chubb and Coach Kevin Stefanski announced on Tuesday that uh, Jermone Ford will take over the uh, starting job. Chubb injured his left knee during the team's Monday Night Football loss to uh, the uh, Steelers in uh, Pittsburgh. 
In addition to a naming for the starter, ESPN reports that the team met with free agent running back Kareem Hunt. And an update from that this morning, that Hunt signed a one-year deal worth $4 million to rejoin the team. He did meet up with the Saints and the Colts in the offseason, but has chosen now to return to Cleveland due to the Chubb injury. Speaking of injury, there's a injury to look out for for another running back in New York, but a Giants head coach, Brian Dable, isn't ready to rule out one of his stars for this Thursday's game. When a reporter suggested that running back Saquon Barkley would miss time, Dable cut him off and said, I wouldn't count on that. And according to ESPN, Barkley is expected to miss three weeks due to an ankle injury he suffered during New York's 31-28 win over Arizona. The 26-year-old missed three games in 2019 with an ankle injury and four in 2021 with another ankle problem. And the G-Men are set to battle with the 49ers in San Francisco on a Thursday night football this week. Speaking of more injury news here on the Sports Center Hits, and they just keep uh, continuing. The Lions are losing a pair of defensive players to uh, the IR. Detroit placed safety CJ Gardner Johnson and linebacker James Houston on IR on Tuesday. Gardner Johnson reportedly suffered a torn pectoral in Sunday's overtime loss to Seattle. The 25 year old inked a one year deal with Detroit in the offseason after helping the Eagles reach the Super Bowl last year. And Houston reportedly suffered a fractured ankle in Sunday's loss as well. But he and Gardner Johnson will miss a minimum of the next four games. And we continue with the injuries, and it's the uh, Panthers. They're losing one of their team captains for the rest of the season. Carolina linebacker Shaq Thompson is expected to miss the remainder of the year after undergoing surgery to repair a broken fibula. The Panthers officially placed Thompson on IR on Tuesday. The 29-year-old started all 17 games last year and totaled a team-high 135 tackles. Thompson had recorded eight tackles this season before departing Monday night's loss to the Saints early due to injury. Colorado football coach Deion Sanders is condemning the threats being made towards an out Colorado State football player after their game last weekend. On Tuesday, Sanders said Henry Blackburn is still a young man trying to make it in life and does not deserve a death threat over a game. Blackburn was flagged for unnecessary roughness after a big hit to a Colorado star Travis Hunter, knocking him out of the matchup. Later came out that he, like, fractured his lung or something or rib or something for Hunter and he's going to miss some time now but Colorado State says a Blackburn has received death threats since the hit and his phone number and address were posted online come on people let's be better this is just a silly football game and these are college kids they don't need a death threats and that's going to the extreme with phone number and address and stuff like that I guess a rivalry game but come on people be better this is why the internet is toxic and uh this is just uh, a bad bad scenario there and i just keep continuing with the injuries might as well just call the injury report sports center but two-way superstar Shohei otani won't be pitching in the 2024 season the uh, angels announced otani underway elbow surgery on tuesday and he's expected to return to the mound in 2025 Otani is expected to be available as a hitter on opening day next season. The 29-year-old had suffered a torn unilateral collateral ligament in his right elbow on August 23rd, but continued to bat until he suffered an oblique strain. Otani has played his entire MLB career with the Angels, but is set to hit free agency this offseason, and that very well could change 
in the offseason of playing his entire career in Los Angeles. Well, at least for the Angels. Maybe he'll switch to the Dodger Blue. But we'll just have to wait and see on that. But let's uh, clean up uh, some stuff from uh, MLB uh, from last night. We already touched on a little bit, but uh, it was uh, in the other races that we're concerned about in MLB as we close things out with the last three weeks or two or three weeks or so. It was the Rays getting the win over the Angels. So they're trying to keep pace with Baltimore there who picked up the win over the Astros and nine to a five. Austin Hayes went deep twice and that one for Baltimore and still the Rays uh, have a two and a half game deficit for Baltimore but still nine and a half up on the wild card so that's why Tampa and Baltimore are both going to the postseason I already talked about the Twins and Guardians what they did in theirs games the Astros lost and that means that the Rangers, they took a victory over the Red Sox, and it was a 6-4 to four final score. So they pull within a half game of that American League West. And also Seattle got a win last night as well as they picked up the win over the A's. as 7-2, so they stay within half game back of the West lead there. And in the wild card, uh, the uh, Blue Jays, uh, they uh, got the win. They've won quietly now four in a row as they beat the Yankees last night 7-2-1. to And uh, George Springer, happy 34th birthday to you as he hit a lead home run as the Blue Jays would go on to win. And they continue to be one up in the second wild card position there as the Rangers, Mariners, they are both tied for that third and final wild card spot. Yankees, seven back now after the loss there to Toronto. How's the National League doing? Well, let's take a look at the uh, Braves and uh, Phillies. The Braves won a nine, a two, a three. And Ronald Acuna Jr. had himself a night. He already had himself on a bobblehead that they were giving out there in Hotlanta. And Spencer Strider also uh, picked up the win, I believe. Yep, he did. His 18th win of the season. And uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., the first player to be a 40 and 60. So 40 home runs, 60 stolen bases for Ronald Acuna Jr. And uh, Spencer Strider was wearing a 30-60 shirt, but... He became a 40-60 man right there, and he might need 40-70 at this rate with uh, the way Ronald Cunha Jr. is. He uh, homered twice in the game as well and stole his 67th base, leaving him one long ball shy of becoming the major's first 40-60 player. And then, um, okay, so he's on the brink of becoming the first ever 40-60 player and could become a 40-70 player by all of a sudden done. So, man, Ronald Kenny Jr. just having a, a killer season uh, there. So, hasn't quite reached that 40-60 margin yet, but I guess when I was talking about that the uh, Braves don't have a lot to play for, well, he still has a lot to play for to attack on the extra stats. So, uh, Philly, uh, they are still in decent position, still three up there in the wild 
wild card race in the uh, National League. As I uh, mentioned, the uh, Brewers getting the win over the Cardinals, and uh, now their lead is still six games over the uh, Cubs. And the uh, Cubs winning, uh, they are still in that third wild card spot. Uh, they're technically and they're a half game up on the Marlins who won last night so they keep trading wins back and forth as they won over the Mets four to three that was a ninth inning win so the Mets blow it there the uh, Diamondbacks uh, they also won and they've won four straight now after uh, taking all those games against the Cubbies but they won last night against the uh, Giants eight to four as Corbin Carroll had a key play in uh, that game. So the uh, Diamondbacks half game up there in the second wild card spot as of Nitz fell earlier as they lost to the Twins 7-0. to zero. So now they are one game back in the wild card. Giants now three games back. So that was a pivotal series there with the Diamondbacks and the Giants. And sure enough, it is. And uh, Giants are fading. And I don't care what Eric says. San Diego... Yeah, they've won six in a row now. And Blake Snell pretty much put a lock on the National League Cy Young Award winner. I don't see anyone else who could possibly uh, win it. I mean, maybe Spencer Strider could be uh, another person. But uh, seven scoreless innings for uh, Blake Snell. Uh, another outstanding outing for uh, the uh, Padres pitcher. Seven innings. Didn't even allow a hit. Four walks, though. And that's why he got taken out of the game. He had 104 pitches by the seventh inning. Um, and they had it until the ninth inning there when Josh Hader gave up a couple uh, there. And he actually ended up picking up the win because um, the, uh, Zane, Xander Bogarts didn't homer until the ninth inning uh, there from that aspect. So didn't pick up the win, but Blake Snell. And that could be uh, the final start for Blake Snell there in Petco Park this season so capped it off very nicely there let's take a look at the uh, schedule for tonight already got some afternoon baseball very well as uh man all a bunch of games are here in the afternoon um coming up you got san diego colorado but uh Merrill kelly on the mound for the uh, diamondbacks right now uh zach Greinke. For the Royals battling up against the uh, Guardians right now. Um, let's see. Tampa against L.A. Cervalli for Tampa going there. Uh, Perez going for the Marlins. Yeah, Kevin Gosman against Michael King with the Blue Jays and the Yankees. I mentioned Justin Steele going for the Cubbies. Uh, Zach Thompson going for the Cards. Adrian Hauser uh, there. And Bobby Miller going for the or for the Angels, the Dodgers, wrong, LA team there. So pretty, it's a pretty decent schedule for Wednesday. It gets a little lighter on a Thursday, uh, but Cards and Cubs in action, and uh, I have to look. I, I'm starting to keep a track after the All Star. Uh, break of just how where the teams are on the schedule so i'll have to explore more of that and like i said in the first segment i have some stuff playing for the cardinals so don't you uh don't you worry cardinal fans it's been a, been a long season and pff, i look back 
I look back on it trying to think of the ideas of all the highlights and there was a lot of things that happened this year and it all started on opening day really so um including some moments that your boy was in person for so uh stick around uh, for that i got something in the works for the highlights of the uh, cardinal season but uh, until then, I think that's all I have for you. So, again, a uh, program reminder that we'll be here mostly on the podcast tomorrow because we got uh, Cardinal Baseball kicking us off the air over there on 98.9 at 1120. So when the pregame show starts for the Cardinals and Brewers last game, they're in for Milwaukee in St. Louis this season. So uh, we'll be back and we'll look and hear from coaches from around the area and then we'll keep trucking along for the uh, football week five so uh, that's what's all in store for you tomorrow so thanks for listening thanks for downloading we'll talk to you then peace out <laughs>